Yo, konnichiwa, welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was fantastic. Despite even being sick, it is okay. I got to spend time with my family. I'm doing much better, not 100%, but better than I was last week. So, and we're almost reaching New Year's, which means it's that time of the year where I get to work at the Mochi Factory again. But before I do, I like to send a shout out to the Chronicles podcast hosted by Kemkem. I did an interview with her on her podcast, which discusses and talks about the life of expats that live all over the world. So me living in Japan was a perfect fit for the show. So I will post a link in the description box. If you want a glimpse of my life, please listen to that podcast. The interview went very well. It was a lot of fun to do. And I'll post a link in the description box so you could check that out. Now going back to the Mochi Factory. Last year I did an episode where I you know, called it Ninja Eddie in the Mochi Factory. Well, this year is going to be the same thing. Ninja Eddie in the Mochi Factory Part 2. So this year, it's my second year. Honestly, I didn't even think I was going to get selected again to go work part-time at the Mochi Factory. But the owner of the company actually requested me. He personally asked my friend that hooked me up last year with the job, you know, for the seasonal temporary job just to make extra cash. He said that he wanted me to come back and work for him, which was great for me because, you know, we all need the money, right? So I was ecstatic. So last year I was extremely nervous because I was going into a different realm. I have never worked in a factory like that before. And like I said, the whole language barrier. And it was just one of those things that made me anxious. Even though my friend was going to be there, I still was nervous. This year, however, my first day was actually December 26th on Saturday. Let me tell you. My friend wasn't there for the first day because he has work. So I was there solo. And the crazy thing was, I was a little anxious. I'm not going to lie. But I didn't feel lost. Last year, I was completely lost because I had no idea what to do. This year, I knew exactly what to expect. I, I took the right clothing because I remember it was so cold there. So let me set this up, how the Mochi Factory works. I know on TV you watch uh, people with hammers hit the rice cakes, you know, to make it into this pudding-like thing before they make it into mochi. That happens, but not at this factory. At the factory, they actually have a machine that pounds the living daylights out of the pudding, the rice, to make it into a nice pudding. So, I guess you could say, I'm not a veteran yet, but they definitely gave me a better uh, job this year than last year. Last year, I was just a frontliner and I was assisting my friend that was working the uncle machine. This year, I actually was in charge of the uncle machine, which is crazy because they just told me, you know, Edison, I'm like, yes, hi. They say, you know, here you are. Let's go get to work. You're in charge of the machine. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. I remembered last year what my friend was doing. So I basically just went by memory and they explained to me very quickly. And I did my best to understand what they were saying because literally the instructions were less than a minute long. They were maybe 30 seconds, if that. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to learn on my feet. 
So I was in charge of the Anko uh, machine, the one that puts Anko inside the rice cakes, inside the mochi. And Anko is a dessert. It's like, I can't describe the flavor. It's a dessert. It's not chocolate. It looks like chocolate, but it's not. But it's sweet. It's really good. But I was a little bit nervous because, you know, I've never did this on my own. But but I was a fast learner and I got to it really quickly. And like last year, the high school baseball team worked at the Mochi Factory. This not this. It was the same team from the same school, but it was totally different kids. They, maybe there were a few familiar faces I remember from last year, but the ones that I talked to the most, that I, I guess I became more acquainted, are no longer. I guess they graduated, so it, I saw a bunch of new uh, faces. So it was really funny because they knew who I was. So I know the teammates talked to them about me because they all came up to me and said, oh, you're Eddie. And I'm like, yes. They were all like, okay, cool. And they were like joking around right away, right off the bat. So it was pretty funny because they were trying to talk to me in English because language. So if they go to college somewhere in the States or even play baseball because a lot of them want to be pro baseball players. English is a good language to have if you want to end up in the major leagues in the States. So they were talking to me in English. And since I know baseball, it's a good match. And also video games because they're all big on video games. And I'm a big gamer. So it's an easy fit. They were talking to me, messing around with me. And, you know, just doing, I guess, what teenagers do nowadays. They're just goofing off at the work. And the owner yelled at some of them. This year, they have a lot less workers than last year. Last year, they had double what we had today. Now, because of COVID, they only uh, hired the baseball team to come work and me and my friend. So that was it. No one else is allowed there because of the whole COVID thing. So the factory is actually kind of empty compared to what it was last year, which is kind of sad because, you know, a lot of people need the extra money which i understand but because i guess business is down you know you have to take that into consideration as well so so far it's been really smooth it's been today was day two so i have all the way to the 31st to work so for my next uh podcast episodes i am not sure if i'm gonna be able to go do it every day simply because i'm not going to be at my home i'm going to be in my mother-in-law's home and i don't have a laptop the laptop i had was broken by my son so there you go so and obviously i won't have the mic so if i do do a podcast it's going to be on my phone so the audio won't be as good as it is now but i guess that's better than nothing the last thing i want to share though is they have a new anko machine the anko machine cost 100 million yen so they left my friend and myself in charge of a machine that cost 100 million yen so that comes about a little bit under 1 million dollars and the crazy thing is the owner of the company literally he said i literally took money out of my pocket and paid it all cash which is insane now, who in the world has that kind of money that they could just pull out $1 million and just, here you are, I'll take it. That is crazy. That is something we all should strive for because that is just financial security. 
Anyhow, that is all for today. If you have any questions or concerns, please shoot me an email at goninjadad at gmail.com or you could check out my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash living la vida in Japan. I will talk to you all later. Hasta luego. Matane.